Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. everybody and welcome to another episode of Zenkai Boost, the show where we watch and review Dragon Ball Z Kai. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hillerick. Hey, I'm the other Max, Max Kostrak. And if it's not afternoon, good whatever time it is to you. Yeah, you could be listening to this at midnight. I actually recommend it. That's called the Midnight Club. It's a special sect of our listeners. I'm really into night casting, you know? Yeah. You guys record late at night uh, uh, relative to your own time zone, so that's got to be interesting, right? What's the uh, what's that like? I mean, it's still the sun's still out. I mean, I went and did like a whole day of work in an office in a cubicle, and then now here I am. Mm. I mean, I cool. still get time to do what I want to before this, get anything I need out of the way, so I'm always happy with the time we record. That's nice. Yes. We all have a really nice time recording this. This this is Zenkai Boost, a conversation between four nice friends who just like being nice, you know? Yeah. Guys, this is but this is a little too mellow for me. That might not be one of our better taglines, but it is a truth. Yeah. It is a truth. And and Blaine, I understand where you're coming from because we actually have some uh, pretty heavy shit to talk about in this episode because this one, oh, it's you a guys. Big, uh, big, I, nasty I, one. It's here. I gotta say, this is one of my favorite episodes of Kai so far. Uh, this it's is a, fantastic. This is a Absolutely. episode. This is so good. Without a doubt, bar none, this is the best episode up until this point so far. No, there's no, there's no contest. Simply. I remember earlier in the sh- in our show, I mentioned that at some point the theme song switches over from being sung by Sean Schemmel to being sung by Vic Mignona, and I think it happened in this episode. I think that is, uh, I think that is this episode. In fact. Yep, I think and it's that bad. is what happened. Uh, it's bad. I like how my I have a note specifically for this, which is the intro always sounds different to me. This time the voices sound more clear. <laughs> we had we Max and I, Max Kostrak and I watched the episode together, and we were th- thrown, shaken to our cores by this anomalous change with no uh, auto. It, it was like notably I, I remembered how bad it was by seeing it done badly in a different way so so yeah so much less like here's the question i want to posit to you guys is the vastly increased clarity of the lyrics better or worse <laughs> i gotta I say was, oh so much worse i Thinking hate about this that. song i hate these lyrics <laughs> I, I i got kind of lukewarm on them for a while but hearing them so clearly now i've come back around Rather than to loving it, I just, I hate it more now. So this is like a hatred second wind? Yeah, exa- thank you, Blaine. Yes, exactly. Yes. I'm dealing with a, a second wind, a surge of hatred flowing through my veins. I was going to make a, like a joke about D&D and action surge and that kind of shit, but I feel like we're already narrow casting pretty badly, and that would, just, that would like further segment our audience into like one person <laughs> i appreciated it the, well the real trick is Thanks, that, we, that we really want to narrow our audience uh continually until we get just the the single person most suited to our our 
our content. That, that is the Steve? goal of all podcasts, to find the ultimate listener, the chosen one who will lead us <laughs> to glory. The, that person the will the just get us. The template listener from which all others were wrought. The Ur listener, Steve Gemberson, this is for you and you alone. <laughs> the Alpha listener. The Alpha and the Omega listener, Blaine. And, Both of them. And maybe that could be you. And I'm pointing it into the camera. could be you out there listening in radio land. Oh, let's get in yeah, on let's it. Yeah, let's talk about this episode, right? Let's crack this night. Um, so the, open, the, the show opens with Goku straining and flexing like oh. he's trying to pass a kidney stone. Episode title... <laughs> Uh, it, oh, yeah, what's the episode yeah. title? Sorry. An all-out all Kamehameha, Vegeta's terrible transformation. Ooh, I love that alliteration. So, um, w- while you are correct in that we open on Goku, uh, first we open on just a really nice, uh, desolate landscape with Goku screaming in the background but nowhere to be seen, which I thought was an interesting mm-hmm. choice. And then it immediately cuts to Goku powering up with the camera really seriously centered on his nipple extreme close-up <laughs> on goku's very weird nipple boy there's i mean and this shit is like lovingly animated too somebody put really a lot of work into this nipple and the and the big the big beefy guy around it too somebody got a paycheck a, 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 a ostensibly probably a, a halfway decent one for the amount of time and effort they put into this nipple it was a nipple special. They got a specific check a just for the if nipple. You will. Like you I know, just, in the memo in, area, in the, it says <laughs> it's a line item on the paycheck for this month. <laughs> uh, speaking of paycheck, Sean Shemmel's really earning his paycheck, making like the weirdest noise I've noises I've ever heard an anime voice actor make. Dude, I don't think it would be Dragon Ball Z without these noises. These are some pretty some pretty good screams going this is the kind of shit that i was super embarrassed to be watching when my parents would come into the room as a child (laughs) it's just a big muscular naked man screaming and flexing (laughs) (laughs) um so there's a ton of wind coming off goku goku's like really 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 cranking it yep uh, (laughs) i thought he was steaming well well you're not wrong he it's both it's a little bit of both i think he starts steaming then his body starts producing electricity, and then he starts producing these massive winds that even Vegeta seems somewhat intimidated by. Yeah, he gets kind of knocked off Yeah, there's off that, balance. like, red electricity crackling around him, too. It's like Kaioken red. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Vegeta and actually then, takes a step uh, back as Goku's power is raising here. Ooh-ooh. But that's a mistake, because uh, Goku's power is such that the structural integrity of the rocks they're standing on begins to be affected when Vegeta takes a step back... The rock crumbles and he's off balance, which leaves him wide open. And we see some of the best updated animation the series has had on offer yet. What a fucking great sequence this is. Dude, uh, it's mm-hmm. so amazing. And it's like the pace is really fast, but it's also really clear what's going on. Like you can see every hit and like identify what's what's happening, where Goku's like how many steps ahead Goku's planning. It's really excellent. This part of this fight is so cool. It's very, guys. very, very cool. Like we get a we get a really cool sequence of events here, starting with uh, Goku actually like goes into the Kaioken times three, and from there it's immediately a major turnabout from everything that's happened before. Uh, the yeah, Vegeta's on the ropes that, really badly. That pillar collapses underneath Vegeta. We get a slow motion of him losing, like starting to fall through it. He can't react. He knows shit's about to happen. And then Goku just kicks the living shit out of him, 
twice. <laughs> knocks him up into the sky, <laughs> knocks him through a mountain. Uh, Vegeta tries at one point to counter with a key, bl- key blast. Goku just dodges it and kicks him through a mountain again. <laughs> and then he comes right back in the frame and kicks him in the face. <laughs> Uh, he yells at, uh, he, I think Vegeta yells darn at one point, which I thought was an interesting choice <laughs> when we've already had very clear swearing in the show. <laughs> That's how you know he's really mad. <laughs> <laughs> During all of this, Yajirobe's just off to the, the back, just being like, whoa. Yeah, not at lunch. I thought he left for lunch, still here. Okay. Um, uh, Goku... Uh, very shortly after this, lands the fucking nastiest punch we've seen in the show yet. Uh, dude, 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 I noted that exact, almost exactly verbatim in my own notes. I was like, this is so intense. He really, he buries his fist, like, wrist deep in Vegeta's stomach. Vegeta looks like he's gonna Mm. die or throw up. He absolutely looks like he's about to vomit. Like, he straight up looks like they were gonna just make him make him puke. He's drooling uh, out of his mouth. This is I, I can't like, believe he didn't. Like, this is like what he did to Nappa, but way worse. It's really, it's, it's amazing that, like, it took us this long to get into this kind of really excellent animation, but I think that might be indicative of something that was going on in, like, the original broadcasting of mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z. Like... Perhaps they got like a significant budget jump after they saw the numbers from. Well, here's uh, what, what happens with a lot of anime, especially like big, long running anime, um, uh, notably One Piece, is they'll have different teams of animators for different episodes. And maybe an episode mm-hmm. that isn't as significant plot or combat wise will have a, have their B or C team working on it, and they'll save the really like. The, the really, really good animation for the really significant episodes. Like, big fights, big story moments. Um, happens with One Piece a lot. Happened with Bleach and Naruto all the time. Uh, you, 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 it, with, with shows like that, you'll, you'll, off, you'll often see a big uh, shift in the animation quality uh, when you get to really significant moments. Um, That's a weird thing. Right, it is. It is a little odd, and it can be very jarring. Uh, uh, it's certainly extremely not commonplace in American uh, mm-hmm. animation. Well, that, don't that kind they, of thing doesn't happen here really at all. Don't they also do it where it's more so like the beginning episodes they put up better animation, and then like the end of like the series animation too? Aren't they kind of weird about that as well? I don't know. That's called an anime sandwich. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anime sandwich. That's our. That, I think we just found our episode title. <laughs> There's a little sequence, a mini sequence during this horrible beatdown that Vegeta gets that I really love and I really want to highlight because they they preserved a lot of it. And it's the part where Vegeta throws a punch at Goku and Goku catches it. So Vegeta throws a punch with his other hand at Goku and Goku catches it. And they're just standing there, and Goku's like squeezing his fists, and you hear the bones start to move around. And it gets into this really slow, like, deliberate, desperate kind of stuff where Vegeta's, like, just sort of flailing around trying to hit Goku mm-hmm. in any way he can. He yeah. starts to crush his hands. He just, he just starts, like, like you see a close-up of him just start, like, putting pressure on them. And Vegeta's, like, pulling back. He can't get away. He ends up sitting on Goku's arms. Yeah, this is a really weird, like, WWF yeah. reversal move. Some very very <laughs> weird grappling going on wrestling. here. Extremely wrestling. Yeah, it's uh, very wrestling. This is 
the heel and the face are having their <laughs> their number one big showdown. <laughs> okay, because oh what happens God. next? Shonen anime is professional wrestling, guys. <laughs> okay. That's the thing that nobody talks about. That's true. Wrestling is anime. Anime is wrestling. Oh shit. Um. <laughs> so at this point, at this point, pretty much. <laughs> Vegeta's composure is now gone for literally the rest of the series, right? <laughs> I think so. Um, like that it's never, right. it's never ever coming back at this point. He's he's fully like all of that that cool collected demeanor from the the his first couple appearances will no yeah no never he's, ever he's fucking done ever the, ever he, ever he ever can't return. even conceive of how what's happening right now is possible. He starts like he starts like rolling around on the ground, clutching his gut. Like, yeah. Uh, Vegeta's awful, terrible, no good, very bad day. <laughs> this is a character-defining beatdown for him. This, yeah, I mean, this literally, this changes, uh, the, the entire, his entire character arc for, for the remainder of the series. This is, this is a, this is probably the single most pivotal moment in his entire life. And what, what, you know, what Gracie handles it with, because after he rolls over and complains about how he's the best um, and this shouldn't be happening, he gets up and then yells basically that same thing at Goku about how, like, he's so much better and he, he's you know, the ultimate Saiyan warrior and all this bullshit. What a bully. He spends quite a lot of time ranting about how great he is. Uh, and I want to note, <laughs> I want to make a, a, a note of one particular line that is just beyond Is the it the one he kind of cribs from the film Dodgeball? What? I'm not sure. Uh, you know the the film where Ben Stiller says nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> um you know that's I I hadn't even considered that. That's a good one too, but what I was referring to is I am the greatest warrior that has ever lived, Vegeta exclaims, fully aware that Frieza exists. Yes! Thank oh, you! Whoops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you. He really is compensating. <laughs> He's trying so hard. He's like, these guys don't know about him. I can tell them whatever the fuck I want. Wait, is it not even that? He's aware of the Ginyu Force, which he also gets visibly shaken on later on, too. Yeah, so. dude. Ginyu, dude, fucking Goldo could take him out at this point. <laughs> what a punk. He's, he's just like, these fucking hicks have no idea what's out there. I'm going to tell them whatever I like. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. It's like, a band, it's like a cover band goes to a small town and doesn't tell anybody they're a cover band. <laughs> <laughs> This is like Vegeta's like seriously breaking down. Like he's he's having a total fit about what's happening to him. Um so Vegeta gets so mad that he just wants to blow up the whole planet. Like he's I'm done. Yeah. If you know, I I don't want to play anymore. And his his reasoning essentially is cuz fuck you, that's why. <laughs> I like the taunts he says during that cuz he's like you can dodge this beam attack, which by the way that's what's going on right now. But uh, it won't stop the planet from blowing up. And he, it's just like, well, Goku's still going to die in that attack. So it doesn't matter if he dodges it or not. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're going to die on top of that. So okay. I don't know how you're going to get to your pod in time. I do love, though, that Vegeta, he says he plans to blow up the planet. And then we get like this few second pause. It felt like a very long pause. And then it immediately cuts to Goku and he goes, he's going to what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so... 
it's the timing is such that it seems like it's practically intentional. It's supposed to be funny. They want us to laugh at this. <laughs> it took him a few minutes to catch up. He's really. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm stay dreaming. What? <laughs> Actually, isn't that the the bit that Team Four Star does? I think it is. Yes, I think they do do that. This is like one of the moments that I've been looking forward to uh, since oh, we started a, this fucking podcast. I mean, this is this is a banner moment for this series. So, like, this is uh, this is like foundational. I would say this is in, this is in most people's understanding. This is a DBZ. truly iconic moment for the series. Like, this, this is, is when like I became a man. Time. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Well, I hit puberty when I saw this. Yeah. <laughs> Vegeta is wreathed in like purple like, energy, and he's like crackling with electricity as he talks up uh, talks up his Gallic gun. Goku realizes, okay, we gotta we're not done with Kaioken times three. Um, I'm gonna have to use the Kamehameha, so he starts getting that ready. And the fucking the framing of like the camera is like looking down a a straight line that connects Goku and Vegeta with Vegeta at the very top of the frame, way 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 zoomed out. And Goku, like, in the very center, but framed by these two, like, big rock spires. And the energy that they're generating causes the rock spires to just, like, crumble and explode a little bit. It's cool as hell. It's so amazing. That had to be so difficult to animate and so And then it. when they fire the beams, they do their big beams and they shoot them at each other. They collide in the air and they're just, like... They're just like like they're not moving. Neither they're evenly matched during this or right before. Uh, I think a couple of us noted uh, that Vegeta calls uh, the Earth a quote filthy orb. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing I refer to my planet as now. This filthy orb. <laughs> Stupid filthy orb. <laughs> such a very um, what an odd thing to insult. <laughs> okay so these beams collide it's hella cool rocks are breaking everywhere it's very intense and they're just like sort of they're so evenly matched i literally like this moment a lot um they're both all powered up you know it's this this reddish pink versus this purple and then goku busts out like out of nowhere just all of a sudden goes ko ken times four and launches this giant it basically makes his beam bigger sends this blast up through his beam. And you see it, like, you see the ripple of it going up through as he adds more power into it. Uh, like, all the way up down the beam. And at, at one point, uh, Vegeta, uh, during the clash, observes that the Kamehameha and the Gallic gun are are incredibly similar. What a things. coincidence. Uh, so So interesting. So that means that Saiyans are just naturally gifted at this whole energy this key projection thing they they love beams yeah although wait where did didn't goku learn the kamehameha from somebody he did learn it on earth but we have to take into account his aptitude for it because it took master roshi uh decades oh right okay okay and he did it i think after like Uh, one or two tries on his very first try just mimicking Mm -hmm. the movements that he saw master roshi do Oh, okay, so yeah, yeah, that's a natural talent for it. <laughs> and uh, and that's it, and Vegeta is killed. He's like, sh- he gets shot into space, and he suffocates and dies, and that's the end of oh, Dragon wow, Ball Z guys, Kai. What, what, a, what a good, good show. Yeah, that's a great reprieve. <laughs> Yajirobe has a great line here, as he comes out of hiding. Oh. He goes, 
He's like, Goku, you magnificent bastard. <laughs> this is in the same episode where Vegeta was made to say darn. <laughs> yeah. Darn. I've heard them say heck on one of the dubs. It was very good. <laughs> I, uh, when I watched Outlaw Star on Cartoon Network as a child, I was very excited to see an episode in which they let a hell slip through. Oh, my right. God. <laughs> yeah. Does, yeah. How does it make you guys feel that we're that time, like, like we're the generation that got to see cursing become very mainstream in television? It's I'm so a big fan of it, personally. Nowadays. I don't know if you guys could. Yeah, oh, it's... no, 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 no. I, I, I like, but we, we got to go through that. Like, we got the forever changed us. Forever changed me. I forgot every word that wasn't fuck. You, Max, you just <laughs> said a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't think about those. Those just happen. <laughs> they just. It's just like instinct, you know? So getting back to it, Yajirobe uh, gives Goku a slap on the back, which causes him to scream a lot. Yeah, just really, <laughs> a lot of really upsetting his... to look at. We saw his muscle spasm earlier in his shoulder um, when he was maintaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really looks like wrists. you can tell they're communicating very well how fucked up he is. Yeah, they've, they've made the, the uh, negative consequences of his, his uh, abilities very, very, very clear. I like this part because it, where Yajirobe realizes that Vegeta is coming back and he's not just dead. And then he just sort of like makes an excuse and leaves. Just gets right out of there. Just like, yeah, well, fuck this. And it's Fast! Holy snap, that dude can leg it. Yajirobe's like, I had an interesting thought. Actually, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Goku, yeah, Goku knows that Vegeta's not finished yet. He's fully, he, he doesn't have any illusions about having finished this off. But now we get my favorite period, which is, let's watch Vegeta go and, like, moan about for, like, five minutes in the show. And, okay, I just, he's it trying to, like, good. comprehend this. It's great, but before we get to that real quick, I do want to point out, before Vegeta starts throwing his fit, we see him getting rocketed like into the stratosphere, and I thought I I knew, only noticed this watching the second time through. But he doesn't like the beam doesn't dissipate or disappear. Vegeta rolls off of it, <laughs> <laughs> and it continues going on be, like into space. But it's just so such the a question weird is react. now: What happens to all the beams they shoot that miss? Do they just continue in a straight line like a be- like a photon in space? Yeah, if the moon until wasn't they, destroyed until they before, collide with something and destroy it. I think Team Four Star actually makes a joke about that with one of the. Beam God attacks. damn it! Oh. This is like the Simpsons did it joke yeah. episode all, of all the South good Park. bits they have already. We're just we're just kind of uh, <laughs> snatching the leftovers. It's trickle down comedy. <laughs> Beams make very little sense to me. Like, their properties can constantly fluctuate, depending on what the show needs. That's very true. This show plays yeah, it pretty fast really, and loose. We really see um, some beams are piercing damage, some beams are blunt. And then you've got Destructo Disc, a.k.a. like Mega Slashing. The ones that specifically mm-hmm. target clothing and, or create clothing. <laughs> <laughs> some beams explode. Some are um, explosive. Some beams are invisible. Everybody beams. Or, if you get even farther along, or you get into super, you can just make, like, energy swords. So, yeah. Um, here's the thing, though. Would you rather have it be real fast and loose, or would you rather have, there's a whole other separate, separate exposition episode where they just explain that these are all the different kinds of beams? I mean... You're uh, talking to a guy who really likes Hunter Hunter, Honestly, so... I want that episode. I want... I, oh, I, wow, Okay. Yeah, I would. I would like clear rules to this. It's it's more compelling to me. 
Well, that's not what we're gonna fucking get. No, not at all. We've got Vegeta up in the air, and he's getting angry, just yelling. And I just love that they took the time to also, like, when, even though we get to see it for much longer, ah, uh, spoiler, I guess, to some extent, is, like, how they use the tails to, like, show off emotion. Oh, yeah, his... And you see it, like, like his tail's up. all puffed mm, up, his mm. hair is going crazy, <laughs> even for him. He's flipping the fuck out, and uh, in, in this rant... No! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> And at one point in this way, he says, I'm the combination of everything superior in the Saiyan race. Wow. <laughs> and I don't think Saiyans breeded. Like, 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 I mean, they breeded, but I mean, like, like as mean, a warrior right. race, they didn't, they didn't, like, go out of the <laughs> way, like, doing what Vegeta makes it sound like to me. Like, they've never come across as a race that's like, okay, we need to grab the two superior, pair them off. What do you guys think the Saiyans would think of... Artificial insemination. Mm. Now we're getting to the real juicy bits of this Dragon is, Ball lore. This is what I've... This, we, we don't exactly this have... This is what I've always been hoping. Hey, guys, listen, this episode gets very scientific, oh, so right, we need yeah. to get pretty scientific, too. Yes. Well, you joke, but this is, like, the only time they really take an attempt to try and explain something. They play it so loose! It really is. But aren't Saiyans kind of dumb when it comes to technology? Some of them aren't. Some of them are smart. They make space stuff. Well, well, no, no, but then they... No, there was the original race on Vegeta, and then they killed them and took it all. That right? was filler. Oh. That's filler? Oh, okay. that was filler? Fair. Well, okay, okay, but here, let me let me hit you with this. There were other spacefaring races in whatever intergalactic fleet Nappa and Vegeta belonged to. I'm going to hit you with something else, which is, if the Saiyans had nerds, wouldn't they beat them up? <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is that galaxy brain meme yeah. that just happened here. <laughs> okay, um, let's get back into it. Oh, God. Uh, so Vegeta's new plan is to go ape, and King Kai snickers about how the go moon bananas. is gone. Get it right. <laughs> go bananas. <laughs> and what I think is interesting here is that King Kai attributes Piccolo with blowing up the moon so that this specific thing wouldn't happen. That's not what happened. No. But that's No, that's not what happened. That's pretty generous. It was it wasn't really a a, cl a clever strategy. It was a desperate survival effort. <laughs> and Vegeta later on attributes it to the same thing, but he's I love all this confusion <laughs> surrounding the destruction of the moon. But it's never brought up, I don't think. I really love of all the things in Dragon Ball Z, I did not expect a comedy er of errors about the moon blowing up. <laughs> does Does Piccolo ever mention it to anyone? Like, does no one actually know? No, so it's just this Would mystery you? to the world. <laughs> Fuck. They they, they surely oh, noticed. Geez, guys. Somebody surely uh, noticed that I don't, shit. Okay, I don't think like they somebody know moon's gone. I don't know yeah, what. Why happened. is that not on you... the news? Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, Kami, did you... Where's the planet not falling apart, guys? Hey, Kami, did you see what happened to the moon? I didn't. I was asleep, but it's gone, so that's weird, right? <laughs> there, there isn't a, There isn't one, is the, the thing about the moon oh. now. Oh, oh, hey, hey, uh, uh, Newland, since you and I listened to the... Uh, we, we watched the same version. Did you dig that trumpet? Hmm. Did you... It's, uh, I think it's During which right part? before Vegeta goes, like, on... Oh, wait, 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 we're not there yet, we're not there yet. I'll bring it back up when it does, but there's a trumpet part. Okay. 
but this episode, I gotta say, this episode does have the uh, the the like the handful of tracks from the new soundtrack that are actually very good. It's just that all of the rest of the music is bad, <laughs> for better or for worse. <laughs> so so Vegeta finally lands uh, as Goku predicted, um, and Vegeta thinks Goku's playing dumb, but Goku <laughs> is actually dumb. Is the thing I want a counter that pops up for every time. That's a that's a thing. Like when someone thinks he's smart. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when Vegeta when Vegeta praises Goku for for the clever maneuver of destroying the moon, Goku's immediately like, "Wait, what? The moon is gone?" <laughs> That's so true. So so Vegeta, I, I'm gonna try and summarize the science that Vegeta lays on us about the moon. Um, you can just sort of raise your hand okay. when it stops making well, sense. Before that, we get another really great exchange immediately after that, where Vegeta goes, do you even know why we transform? And Goku's like, wait, we transform? <laughs> the second half of this episode <laughs> is just like Goku being like, what? It's so good. Every time. <laughs> so the, the, the way the moon thing works, as told to us by Vegeta, light from the sun is reflected off of the lunar surface, right, and this up. changes its wavelength. Okay. Wait. Okay, because this is only real. This is only real-world science yet so far, except for the wavelength. The special part. name given to the wavelengths after they've been altered by the lunar surface is Blutz waves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One more time. I could not understand what he was saying. Blutz. Blutz. B L U T Z Blutz waves. <laughs> if something smells, it's probably the Blutz. This is the most scientific part of the entirety of Dragon Ball that I can recall. When the Saiyan Retina absorbs 15,000 Zenos of Blutz waves, <laughs> Goku has already go he has already lost Goku I'm by lost. This point. <laughs> the, a chemical reaction begins in the tail which causes a transformation okay what uh, a, th- a quarter of that was real science let's also remind ourselves this is a world where people can shoot chi beams and there's magic <laughs> dragon eight balls there is a magic dragon who is born of several glass balls i don't know how many how many balls is it i think seven seven it's 20 right <laughs> it's 20 dragon balls it's a multiple of seven Mm. If only we knew which one. That would make it so much easier to collect them if you knew how many there were. <laughs> yeah, if they were like numbered somehow, right? Wild. It's crazy that I didn't I think of that. Really thought um, about these things. So, so Vegeta. So, uh, uh, wait, what? Elite Saiyans, uh, uh, Vegeta reveals, can produce a satellite energy that has the same effect mm. uh, as the 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 uh, the full moon. Um, and here's here's where it's here's where it gets really weird because guys in the ocean dub originally the version we all watched on Cartoon Network as kids this whole monologue was different there was no science what? whatsoever what we got instead what we got instead was Vegeta telling Goku about how Goku's father was a below-average warrior, but a brilliant scientist who invented this particular technique. What, what the fuck? <laughs> wait, what? Okay, wait. That wait wait. Happened. So does that mean wait. they 
Oh my wait, god. Wait, 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 wait. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whose father? Goku's. Goku's. Bardock. Here is the crazy thing about this. Here is the crazy thing, because I really want to flip your brains on this real quick, which is, if that story were true, and the other one wasn't, how, would it really be that much crazier? Both of those explanations <laughs> are batshit nutso. <laughs> This this show's a treasure, you guys. <laughs> it's a treasure it's, in my heart. It's really, really great. It's so it will live on in our hearts for eternity. Vegeta, when Vegeta shoots this thing off, uh, he says that when it combines with the oxygen in the atmosphere, it'll begin producing those blitz waves. Do they ever bring back a moon to this world in any shape or form? I I think they may wish back the moon at some point. I'm fairly certain that happens. It probably it probably doesn't get meant. It probably just gets glossed over. But I is, think is, maybe, is that or because um, I in my head canon from when I was young, I thought it was Vegeta essentially just made a moon and then that was the moon from there oh, forward. <laughs> Problem solved. That whole tides thing, we got it back under control, guys. Thanks, villain Thanks, Vegeta. Really nice alien just gave us a new moon. Pretty cool. Just made it out what of nothing. Guy. They really should have just had that happen all along. So can we talk about how Vegeta's clothes grow with him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Saiyans have truly perfected one-size-fits-all technology. <laughs> It's some sort of, like, advanced Spanx. Dude, that transformation was pretty tight, though. Uh, the transformation sounds sat were super unpleasant. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It does Ooh, not look very fun to turn into the ape. We- we've seen it a couple of times now, and it just looks like it hurts. It looks very unfun to unleash the beast in such a way. <laughs> um, and Goku's not having a very good time, either. Uh, he... He's so stunned by this that apparently he can't move. I mean, he doesn't leave like you would. Like, I feel like would be oh, a good idea. I thought he was trying to comprehend what was being said to him earlier. Oh, he's still thinking about all that science? <laughs> it's just like blood waves? I, I, I figured he was having trouble moving because of the Kaioken. Oh. oh, that's also true. He's just, He's fresh off a of Kaioken. So his, his whole body be hurting. Now, uh, before they really get into it... Um, we do get a little interlude with Gohan and Krillin. Oh yeah, that's where so I forgot we funny. check in with those guys. They have they have noticed uh, the fake moon in the distance, and Gohan's got a really bad feeling, and also has suddenly grown a spine. Yeah. Oh yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, now that his dad's there. I still like the best part. It's like maybe it's my dad's energy that's getting really big, and Krillin's like, nope, sorry. Yeah, Dylan no. is very flippant nope. about this whole situation. I think that I think we've mentioned it before, but I really appreciate the lines Krillin gets throughout the entirety of the show. He gets some of the funniest and some of the best lines. Oh, absolutely! For yeah. all the crap we give him, yeah, Gohan does do a little bit of good thing here, where he's like, "I'm gonna go back and help my dad." Yeah, he will not be deterred. Then we get interlaced, uh, which the... is admirable, I guess. Yeah, All it's right. borderline stupid. But, well, Krillin does you know. the adult thing, and if he, since he can't stop Gohan, he does go with him. That's mm-hmm. good, at least. Yep. When you could have <laughs> forgiven him, really, for being like, well, 
getting kind of hungry, so. <laughs> gonna go join Yajirobe for lunch. I wonder if that Olive Garden got blown up. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. So Vegeta also can talk is the other thing that's like unimaginable to me. Yeah, he's he is he has lost none of his reason from this transform transformation. Well, he lost a lot he of that before. Just as intelligent as he was. He's kind of at the end of his rope, but the transformation hasn't had an effect on him. <gasps> Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Oh my god! I just had a thought. Okay, so check this out. Um, checking. All right, so we all know Goku's dumb because he hit his head. Did Vegeta's personality, where he goes batshit crazy, happen after he receives a head butt from Goku? <gasps> what? Is Dragon Ball Z a show about coping with head brain injury? <laughs> no, he's just a he's just a petulant douchebag. Just a big old douchebag. <laughs> oh god. Um. Shit. There's some real good old fashioned monkey shines going on. Uh, Goku observes very astutely that, so he's like some kind of ape monster. Oh my god. <laughs> Close! Oh my I god. mean, that's, that's about as accurate as we can expect from Goku. And this is, he's running a, away from it too, still trying to process yeah. that. And he's, he's dodging, he's dodging, but yeah. he's having yeah, a hard Vegeta's time. Yeah, Vegeta's very fast in this form. He's like ten times stronger than what he was. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's he. It's stated that transformation into a great ape increases the 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 user's power ten. It's quite a lot. That's that's very 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 strong right now. But still, still not as strong as Frieza. But that's okay because uh, Vegeta's the greatest warrior in the world. In the world on Earth. <laughs> so that's currently. not a lie. Hey, there we go. Um. So is this where we get a little bit of a flashback? Uh, Goku realizes what was up with his weird yes. childhood. Yes, we do. Uh, we actually get a. This is a really good character moment that happens right here. This is um, he ha he flashes back about his his tale and realizes uh, uh, that he was in fact the giant ape that killed his grandfather and wrecked the. Uh, that's World kind tournament. of a reverse superhero kind of maneuver, where instead of finding out that the villain did it, they find out that they killed their parents. It, it was them all along. It's pretty. It's a pretty heavy you, uh, revelation to have. How do y'all feel about? I was just gonna ask. Uh, how do y'all feel about how we reacted to that? Because for me, I get there in the fight, he didn't have a lot of time to process it, but I felt like that should have hit a lot harder. He isn't. He's under a lot of pressure right yeah, now. Yeah, that's yeah. Where, how I give him a pass. He's he's got he's got a lot on his plate, and also it's been many years. He's probably made peace with his grandpa's passing. Real quick, here's another another really really good ocean dub uh, uh, moment um, from this particular revelation that Go Goku has. Um, so in 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 the ocean dub, once again. That the the version we all watched on Cartoon Network, Goku has this same revelation. He realizes that uh, uh, the 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 tail, of the moon, the giant ape, but somehow ends up deciding that it was in fact Vegeta <laughs> who did those things. Not <laughs> Vegeta can travel through time. That actually, I like that a lot better because it really like highlights how dumb Goku is. <laughs> This monkey, my my grandpa was killed by a monkey. Uh. 
There go. <laughs> you did it. Whew, man, what a protagonist. <laughs> so so the just the, this is uh, probably one of the most exemplary moments just to really show how fucking weird the ocean dub was. And this is sort of where Goku, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this is sort of where Goku is starting to really worry about whether he's going to be able to pull off a spirit bomb or not. Yeah. He needs like 10 solid seconds. Yeah, to do he it. is false. He's decided he needs to take Vegeta down even if it, even no, we even have to if stop it kills here. him. It does not take 10 seconds to charge a spirit bomb. <laughs> I have watched this show many times. <laughs> And it takes, like, 40 minutes to two hours to charge a spirit bomb. And you need to remark about how warm it is. Every time. It's so warm. Goku starts to charge the spirit bomb, but he finally takes a hit from Vegeta. Ooh, boy, and it's a bad one, too. Let's, Let's put it where he's charging. He's not charging somewhere safe. He's standing on a pillar, what? We'll say, like, 40 yards away from a giant ape. He's on a fucking tee. He's put himself on a fucking tee to get smacked off by Vegeta's big ape foot. And, and he's that's not what happens. Facing it. <laughs> His back is to it. What? Nobody said it was a good strategy. Well, I would probably want to be like far away or hiding or something else. But he he takes he he takes the hit, he t- finally takes the hit, and his body, after that one blow, is basically done. It's, it's, it's... Yeah, there's done. no way he can fight against he, he, Great Ape Vegeta. It's just not possible. He uses Kaioken just to dodge another attack, but he still gets hit by Vegeta's tail. And he's, he's, he's on the ropes, and now Vegeta's being a huge dick about it. Oh, boy, what a well-balanced man Vegeta is. And that's kind of where... I believe this is where the episode leaves us. Is yep, is, that's right. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, pretty much. We close here. Goku uh, needs ten <laughs> seconds, and he <laughs> isn't gonna get him. Man, this one. I feel like this is a lot of Dragon Ball Z episodes going into this episode of Kai. Oh, yes. absolutely. Uh, episode fourteen of Kai ends roughly halfway through episode thirty-two of Z. Cheapers, creepers, right? That's a lot. <laughs> it's so much to get to this moment. You know, this is, this is one of my really dumb ideas, but I'd like to watch like the compilation of all the parts that aren't put in. <laughs> oh, so, like, I... all of the like random like space <laughs> shots, the negative space. Yes, yes. I just want to see what that looks like. <laughs> if you upload that, if you take that file and you put it on a flash drive with DBZ Kai. They'll cancel each other out, and you won't. Ha- there just won't be anything on there. <laughs> They'll just delete each other. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's just you just watch your computer fizz out. It's just. It's just. Hey guys, is Goku dumb? <laughs> Survey Shit. says, "Goku's yes. pretty. Yes. Goku's pretty Survey dumb." Says root beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get it together. <laughs> we got to do one last thing. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Guys, monumental one. Guys, this is really an important. This is an important uh, moment for us. Yeah. So. Uh, 
so the favorite moment of this episode. Uh, who who would like to go first? Oh, it's it's one hundred percent the uh, Kaioken uh, Kamehameha versus Galagun beam clash for sure, completely. Same. Yeah, so I think that's we can all agree. I think I th- we're pretty much in 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 total. Uh, what's it called? Alignment. U- Unanimity. Unison. We're singing in unison like the <laughs> the DBZ Kai Choir. <laughs> Dragon Ball Choir. <laughs> Does it beat the the one? The, the double one, the penetration, only? Max? <laughs> Does it beat? Is yeah. that what you were... It's, it Does it? That's what uh, I'm getting as, at. As the one who first, uh, you know, sort of introduced this mm-hmm. double penetration, um, I do want to say, in my opinion, I think this beats it. I honestly, I gotta, I gotta agree. I think it does. I think it stops it. This is a hugely important moment. It's incredible animation. Oh my it's a god! Big, yeah. the colors big... are what really popped out to me. Like the the colors mm-hmm. are so like beautifully. They're they're bright. They're poppy. They're contrasting. Um, they communicate so much using just the framing of the shots. Like where Goku, the positioning of where where the two characters are, and like the the way that the beams cut across the 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 plane. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it kind mm-hmm. of breaks the traditional two D plane. It's just excellent. It's an inc- it's an inc- it's an incredibly pivotal moment in this in this fight, and as a moment between these two characters, uh, uh, it's it's fantastic. Uh, for sure, this is one of those things. I mean, the reason why we do it is what is like at the core Dragon Ball Kai, and I mean, this is definitely one of those primary pillar moments that really really represent the show. Can I say that this is the first episode that we watched of this that felt like a brand new TV show? You know what I mean? Yes, I felt very the exact different. same. The, the the last the 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 thirteen episodes leading up to this felt pretty much like a quick recap of the first two plots in Dragon Ball Z. This definitely this episode felt like its own thing, and a good thing. Yeah, and a really good thing, and I'm I'm oh, hoping absolutely. that that trend continues, and I think it will. So we can so can we officially say this is our new you know top moment? Yeah, so I'm far? getting the box out, and I'm yeah I'm taking it down off Passing the wall. Passing the torch. And double penetrations going in the box. I am closing the lid. All right, so guys, and real quick, and now we are taking out something new. That is, d- doesn't sound like double penetration. We have to say it five times an episode. Right, yeah. So uh, um, so this is, I guess, what would you call this? Well, obviously, Kaioken Kamehameha versus Galagun is, is way way too much. To, we yeah, de- we can't definitely, say that whole thing. We definitely need it. How a, about... Hmm, how about um, we call it a good time with your friends? Good. Okay, uh, that's wholesome. I don't see any sort of like, I issue don't know. come up with call that. Call it the man-off. It's not really, it's just not... How about abstinence for life? Abstinence for life, huh? <laughs> Max, why are you suggesting that name, huh? That seems, hmm. I don't know about that. Uh... You know what? I've thought about it, and I think I have a perfect name for this one. How about um, we call it When the Beams Touch? <laughs> <laughs> so, we're done perfect. with double well, penetration. Yes. That's all over yeah. that childish nonsense. Now we're talking about when the beams touch. This is totally yes. We are we are back on highbrow one hundred percent. 
Nothing can be taken out of really culture friendly comedy. It is with it is with a heavy heart that I report that we're back on our bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably we never left it. Well, there we go. Let's wrap this bad boy up. <laughs> Let's wrap this bad boy up. Hey, thank you for listening. It's super cool of you to listen to this uh, amazing program that we make for free for you. Um, if you really want to help us out, you can do that by leaving us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, you can find us at zenkaiboost.com. Email us at zenkaiboostpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, our album art was made by Elizabeth Kostrak, Max's sister. Yep. Oh, like us on Facebook. Oh yeah, like us on Facebook, Zenkai Boost, uh Dragon Ball Z Kai fancast. It's a it's Zenkai Boost is one word. Our uh, numbers Z-E-N-K-I. are growing. Numbers are growing. Hey, shout out to you who who liked us. You know who you are. Yeah, everybody who listens, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. It's we really of course you. Frank yep. I want to say thanks to Friedrich uh, Friedrich Hebitler, who does uh Habitler. Oh my god. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take another run at that. I'm gonna give a shout out to Friedrich Habitler, who oh does boy. the music that runs at the beginning of our show. Thank you, Friedrich. Very cool of you. And I guess that's, that's gonna awesome. do it for us. What a, what a great episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai this was. I guess that's that was a very was solid a fantastic episode. episode. And I hope you had a good time. Uh, as always, my name's Max Newland. My name's Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrich. And I'm Max Kostrak. And remember, power levels don't matter.